What is up, Steel Studios? Happy Friday, February 18th, 2022, and welcome to episode number 237 of the study session. I'm your grateful and appreciative host here, Jeremy Ritz, thanking you so much for joining me here today. It truly does mean the world to me. Today, I'm going to tackle the question, what happens if the Steelers don't draft a quarterback this year? And I'll get into that here in a second. I'll explain why I'm going to talk about that question, but just want to thank you, thank you, thank you for being a supporter of the study, for listening, reading, and sharing with your family and friends. It truly does mean the world to me, so thank you for that. I would love to connect with you. We can make that happen one of three ways. You can comment directly on the articles. You can drop me a line via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com. And you can also give me a follow on Twitter at stillstudy. Would love to connect with you. Get your question, comment, feedback on the show. Every Saturday, I do the Steelers Saturday mailbag in which you basically drive the content. Your questions, comments, and feedback are the show. So let's make that happen. And I also want to remind everybody of the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. Our podcast is called The Still City Insider Podcast. It's a lot of fun. Jim is super insightful having covered the team since 1995. You don't want to miss what he has to offer. And oh yeah, I'm there too. If you don't get enough of me on these daily sessions, but please check it out. It is linked in the show notes. So my question for today that I wanted to talk about is what happens if the Pittsburgh Steelers do not draft a quarterback this coming season? There are a lot of people who don't believe that the Steelers will be in the market for a quarterback in this year's draft for a lot of reasons. One reason being that Mason Rudolph was signed for an additional year so that he could have his year to start and show what he can do. There's also the belief that because Dwayne Haskins was brought in to have a solid competition, that he also, too, is going to get a shot and that the team wants to see what not just Rudolph, but Haskins can offer to this team in terms of being a long-term viable option. And then there's the other argument that this year's crop of quarterbacks just isn't that good, that there's nobody worth a first round pick, that there's nobody with the skill set that can translate to the NFL and be that guy. Okay, point well taken. So let's forecast about what would happen if the Steelers don't draft a quarterback first round. Here's what's going to happen. So basically, you are putting all of your chips on the table for more than likely Mason Rudolph. I don't believe Dwayne Haskins is going to beat out Rudolph for the starting spot. He'll be the backup, but it's going to be Rudolph's show for the 2022 season. He'll get 
his starts. And if he plays well or well enough, if he can keep the team in games, he can hold down that starting quarterback position for the year. Should he not? Well, your option there is going to be Dwayne Haskins. So he would come in in relief. And then depending on how Haskins would play, they could stick with him if he's playing well or well enough or average and keeping them contending in games. Or they could sit him and bring back in Rudolph. The unknown variable, if they don't draft the quarterback, is whether or not they sign a veteran free agent. So let's say they sign a Marcus Mariota. And please, I don't want to hear about Mitchell Trubisky. No. No. Don't do it. And again, this no drafting a quarterback in first round also assumes there's not going to be any trading for a quarterback. So let's assume that they do sign a veteran free agent. That guy would come in and compete, more than likely be number two or number three, wouldn't compete for the starting spot. That would be, as I said, Rudolph. But should the backup, if that is Haskins, not fare well, then you're going to your number three guy. I don't see the ceiling, unfortunately, franchise level for Rudolph or Haskins. And you're not going to find it in a mid-tier free agent. It's just not going to happen. So what you would need for those guys to succeed and excel, number one, Najee Harris, I'm I'm calling a 1,500-yard rushing season this year. He's going to have to eclipse that, number one, and it's going to have to be a running-dominant team. Number two, what has to happen? The defense has to play out of its mind. That would be the only way that this team could make the playoffs, A, and B, make a run in the playoffs with either Rudolph or Haskins as your starting quarterback. Now, those are all best-case scenarios that I went through. Here's the flip side. Now, let's, let's, let's do two other ways. You could look at it, okay, they're, they're average. They win seven games. They win eight games. I'd consider six six wins or less pretty pretty bad for the Pittsburgh Steelers standard. But you win seven or eight games, okay, great. You're picking maybe 12th, 13th in next year's draft. Yeah, you could make the argument that, yeah, you can find the quarterback then, but who's to say there's a guy that they like next year? Now, here's the really worst-case scenario. Let's say that the bottom falls out. You have these guys in there. You end up winning four or five games, which I don't think is likely with Mike Tomlin as your head coach with as many talented players as you have on this roster, T.J. Watt, Cameron Hayward, Minka Fitzpatrick, Najee Harris. They're not a five-win team, but bad quarterback play can really stifle A unit. So 
that's what you're looking at with Mason Rudolph as your starter. Here's what you're missing by not drafting a quarterback in the first round. Mason Rudolph starts the season as a starter. Your rookie quarterback gets the opportunity to sit and to learn. In the preseason, they're getting a ton of snaps. They're getting a lot of game time in the preseason. They're getting a lot of experience. Come game day, in the regular season, they're watching, they're learning. They're talking with the other quarterbacks on the team. And should there come a time, mid-season or thereafter, where Rudolph is not performing up to expectations, then you have an option, a viable option, not a backup option in the name of Dwayne Haskins or in a mid-tier free agent whom you already know what you're going to get. You have a viable option in the terms of potential and a player who's bringing youth exuberance, athleticism, talent, and who could potentially be that next man up at the quarterback position for the Steelers. Drafting a quarterback in the first round keeps the door open to possibility that the team can be in contention. There's an excitement. There's the possibility. There's that optimism. Because you won't know what that player has to offer, but he'll be waiting in the wings if that opportunity would arise for him to step in and play. And the other outcome, if they draft a quarterback in the first round and Rudolph does play well all season, well enough, or average enough, then the quarterback will have had a year to sit and to learn, to digest the game. And then the following season, they have all that experience to take with them into training camp and to be prepared to take over the starter in 2023. If they don't pull the trigger on a guy, then you got to wait until next year's draft. And then what are you going to do? Throw them in the fire? In the 2023 season, have them start right away? No, that's not how the organization does it. So you're looking at more time to wait. You're looking at 2024 before you'd have a new QB taken over for the Steelers. I do believe, and I have said on the show many times, there is a quarterback that this team likes Maybe quarterbacks that this team likes. And one of them whose name they will call 
come this year's draft later in the spring. And right now, here's where we are right now in terms of draft board, too, and we have to keep this in mind. We don't have the combine. We don't have the pro days. We don't really have final concrete evaluations of these players. So to forecast where they're going to fall or where they're going to go in this year's draft, it's really difficult to do that. And plus, we haven't seen free agencies shake out. So right now, everybody's saying Kenny Pickett's going to go to Denver or he's going to go to Carolina. We don't know that yet. As time goes on, Kenny Pickett might get pushed down to later in the first round. Quite possibly, all these quarterbacks could be on the board whenever the Steelers select at 20. Imagine if they had their choice of Willis and Ritter and Pickett and Howell and Corral. I'll say this much, and this is where I'm at as of February 18, 2022. If Malik Willis, Kenny Pickett, Desmond Ritter, Sam Howell are on the board at 20, the Steelers will have a new quarterback in waiting. There is no more important position in the NFL than quarterback. I don't need to tell you that. I don't need to tell you to go back and look at the history prior to Big Ben and in between Ben and Bradshaw. You can go back and check the Big Ben project, and I wrote about the 82 to 04s, that era of QBs. It's well documented. Go look at other teams who have had franchise quarterbacks and what happened in between. And yes, you can win a Super Bowl without one, but if you want to be in contention every year, if you truly believe the standard is the standard like the Pittsburgh Steelers do, they know the value of having the guy. And it's more than just hitting on a quality draft pick. It's everything that the organization puts into a player to bring them along. It's the supports that are offered from the organization to that young kid being drafted coming into the NFL to make sure that he's got a strong network of support. That he's surrounded by quality coaching. Surrounded by the highest of expectations is given the room to grow and to make mistakes and to learn from them. And that's what the Pittsburgh Steelers organization does. This isn't Detroit drafting a quarterback. This isn't Cleveland drafting a quarterback into some pitiful organization who doesn't know how to bring along talent. So don't don't discount that. Pittsburgh knows how this thing works. And again, put my chips on the table, they will drop the quarterback this year. 
and studying. Studying, 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 studying. That is it. That is the end. That is the conclusion of episode number 237. Thank you so much for being a supporter, for listening, reading, and sharing. I truly do appreciate it. Drop me a line, comment on the article, send me an email, hit me up via Twitter. Would love to connect with you. And check out the podcast that I do with Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. And remember, life is beautiful in the black and gold. Peace, everyone. Make it a great day.